From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Pamela McCall. Governor Spencer Cox signed a bill last year that bans clinics from performing abortions in Utah. But as KUER's Sean Higgins reports, the Republican who wrote it is now trying to repeal it. Planned Parenthood Association of Utah filed a lawsuit over the law, and it's been blocked by state courts since last summer. Republican Representative Carrie Ann Lisenby told the House Judiciary Committee this morning that she wants to free up the state Supreme Court to rule on another abortion ban. This bill just simply repeals those portions that are currently enjoined. And it's my understanding that when we do this, it will simplify the question before the Supreme Court of Utah. That's the state's so-called trigger law banning elective abortions. It's been blocked since 2022. Planned Parenthood's chief corporate affairs officer, Shireen Gorbani, says they are neutral on the current bill. But she says Utahns deserve clarity on abortion laws. The cycle of writing and repealing laws only feeds the uncertainty that these patients face and makes this a more dangerous state for people who are trying to have families. Democrats also say lawmakers shouldn't be writing laws to impact cases in front of the state Supreme Court. The bill passed 9 to 2 and now heads to the full House for debate. Sean Higgins, KUER News. The Utah House and Senate have agreed on a bill that would make it possible to ban books in schools statewide. Specifically, books that schools find to be pornographic or indecent. If three school districts or two districts and five charter schools remove the same book, then every school would have to do the same. After a special conference, representatives from each chamber agreed to a provision that says if a book meets this criteria, the State Board of Education can vote to not have it removed statewide. The updated bill has passed through the full Senate. It now goes to the House. Utah Ruby Frankie has been sentenced to up to 60 years in prison. Frankie pleaded guilty to four counts of aggravated child abuse. That's after trying to convince her two youngest children that they were evil, possessed, and needed to be punished to repent. In a Salt Lake court today, Frankie asked to be imprisoned. I take full accountability for my choices. And it is my preference that I serve the prison sentence. Frankie says she was under the influence of her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, when she committed the crimes. Hildebrandt was a mental health counselor who worked with Frankie's youngest son. She also received a prison sentence today of up to 60 years. A nine-year-old child has been arrested in northern Utah for fatally shooting a family member. Tooele City Police were dispatched to the family's home last Friday night after receiving reports of a bleeding, unconscious man. The 32-year-old was rushed to the hospital in critical condition, where he died from a gunshot wound to the head. The ongoing investigation led to the arrest of the victim's nine-year-old family member. The child has not been identified by name or charged. An emergency hearing on the Bureau of Land Management's Motorized Vehicle Travel Management Plan is scheduled for tomorrow in Salt Lake City. Motorized groups filed a federal lawsuit over restrictions surrounding off-road vehicle use in the Labyrinth Canyon and Gemini Bridges near Moab. The plan would close access to 317 miles of road. Critics believe the BLM's plan is blatant federal overreach. The agency says 96% of Jeep safari routes would remain open for off-highway vehicle use.
The 14th Annual Conservation in the West Pole again showed bipartisan concern on a range of environmental issues. But when broken down by race and ethnicity, results from Latino respondents often stood out. Daniela Zavala is with the group HO. Las estadísticas generales en comparación con las estadísticas de los hispanos She says when you compare Latino responses with general responses, their concerns about the environment are often among the highest. For example, nearly 70% were more worried than hopeful about the environment, the highest figure among the groups analyzed. They were also the most likely to identify climate change as a serious threat and to express concern about the loss of wild areas.